Welcome to the Journal Hijabi podcast. I'm your host, Sirin, and here we're all about elevating the voices of hijabi women in mainstream media through authentic storytelling. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. through my audio files and I found a pretty cool audio that was the behind the scenes of an episode that I recorded with Asma Baula. Asma is a student activist and aspiring lawyer. She's also the host of Muslim Podcast, which is a space that empowers Muslim women to speak up and change the world. So this is kind of an unfiltered episode of the behind the scenes in creating an episode and really just a conversation between two fellow hijabi podcasters um uh me and esma talk in detail about ourselves about my work with refugees my nonprofit period my hijab story journal hijabi all those things and just kind of seeing the authenticity i guess of creating an episode, what really goes into it, how do you start one, how do you know which questions to ask, which questions to craft, so all of that. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Like I've kind of like used that circle, but now I'm like, okay, I want to branch out a little more. So thank you so much for like responding to me. But yeah, I can just go ahead and introduce myself and then I want to hear all about you. Um, okay. So I'm Asma, I am 21. Um, I'm assuming we're like close to the same age. I just graduated college in December and I'm headed to law school inshallah and I started this podcast over COVID. I, I've always like liked public speaking and like things like that. 
Um, so I just started it because I wanted to amplify the voices of Muslim women. And our podcast is at like, I don't know, like 6K listens or something, downloads or something like that. And we have, I think, around 40 episodes. I Yeah, 40 episodes. So yeah, and I try to upload at least once a month. And yeah, I'm from the New York area. My podcast is mostly listened to by like young women. Uh, like that's primarily like my audience. But yeah, I want to hear all about you so we can figure out what exactly we want to hone in on in that episode. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for that intro. And it's so cool when you were saying that because we have like so much similarity. Like I started this podcast in COVID or it was actually, well, it was like two years ago. So I've been also podcasting for two years. I try to upload episodes at least two times a month because I work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can just do like every other Sunday. I also recently graduated uh, with a Bachelor's of Social Work in August from the University of Texas at Arlington. So I was born and raised in Texas in the DFW area. I've been always going to school there. Um, really diverse and a huge like Muslim community. Yeah, so I work, I graduated, I worked full time. I work full time now as a refugee case manager, helping refugees uh, like gain financial self-sufficiency in the North Texas area, specifically like Fort Worth. And they're most mostly like Afghan refugees coming and then like getting resettled. And then, yeah, so like part time and in my free time, I kind of work on journal hijabi as like a creative outlet and just keeping it like casual and chill. And and because like I started it, I mean, I guess we can like go into detail that like way more. It's like the intro. But yeah, I could just go on and on. <laughs> OK, that's awesome. Well, it's like nice to get to know you. Um, So I think. For me, usually what I do in like these meetings is I kind of ask the person like, I don't want to guess like what you want to talk about because I feel like I always ask the guest, I'm like, what do you think would be beneficial? Like what experiences, like what tribulations or what lessons have you learned? Or like what have you done that you think would be beneficial for like an 18, 19 year old like Muslim woman to hear about? You know, like I, I kind of like, you know, looked at your social media. I know you do a lot for like period justice. I think that's really cool. I think you focus a lot on hijab. So if you wanted to just talk about your hijab story, we could do that. Whatever you think would be beneficial or if there's something else that like is not on social media necessarily but you think you know would be good um we could talk about your work with refugees like that's really really cool yeah as you were saying i actually did for that that was the last thing i was gonna mention um like my work with period so there is like i guess like three things that we can like base it on like because i guess like you interview like muslims that have done things in their community and so maybe i can like kind of go over those three things but if you want i mean i'm not sure because i know like for my episode specifically i kind of base it around the hijab story of that person and like their experiences so for you is it more like what that muslim woman has like done in her community um it really depends on the episode like I honestly, sometimes I'll just interview someone and like, they'll talk about their community work. And sometimes like, we'll just talk about something else. Like, I think I've had a few episodes where like, it's just like two people like talking to each other. And we talk about like the presidential election, like in 2020, I had a few episodes on that. Mm -hmm. Or like, we'll just like hone in on a topic and talk about it. Here, wait, let me show you. I actually have a few episodes that are probably pretty similar to your episodes and they're called Hear My Hijab Story episodes. Oh yeah, I saw those. I love those. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very probably similar to what you do as well, like just hearing someone's hijab story. So like, for example, like this one, like I just interviewed her and like she told her whole hijab story. So I could interview you and like have it be part of this series or we could talk about like 
your social justice work and like with period and then also like your work as a social worker combine those two and kind of make it more about like social work and social justice or we could do the hijab I, I think doing both might be like yeah. it, it's good but it's like a little unfocused like I, I think I've realized in these two years that I do like to hone in on like one theme if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah same and it makes it easier and like I can it, it's like confusing when I just go off on this and then that and it's like exactly. yeah I, I think we definitely should hone it in on I guess like the hijab story my hijab story is like funny and random it's not like there, it's not very long like it just happened and so I, I guess we can like talk about my hijab story and then kind of like journal hijabi and I know yep. your episodes I've seen them like they're kind of like short and straight to the point so I think that's yeah. like how you like it yeah um some of them are longer like 40 minutes like when I have a really deep interview but some of them are like 10 20 so like I'm cool whatever um yeah I think we could definitely do that I'll ask you about like your hijab story first and then I'll ask you about like your podcast and like maybe like some lessons that you've learned from it and like what you've learned from other people like interviewing other people and like just you do a lot of self-reflection too like solo episodes like um so if you just want to talk about like your self-introspection you can do that too um okay so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna create a google doc and I'm gonna write out the questions I'm gonna ask you like word for word because when I do it like off my head sometimes I stumble a little so I want to like write them out and then um you just like uh, like you're i'll share the doc with you and you just like approve them Um, yeah yeah i actually started doing that too i actually do it like i i type so we have like a i've been trying to like pin down the structure for like two years but basically i have like a pre-made google doc pdf um that has like the questions and then i send it to them and then they kind of like go over it beforehand and then um that that we've done like in a pre-meeting but I also like like me now I like on-demand stuff so you know like I haven't yeah. even thought you about it to, like, on top of each other I was like yeah queen like you do that like yes. a lot of people like the pre-meeting because they get to they want to like think about it you know so yeah. I give the option of both because some people are busy like they don't have time to do uh two meetings yeah and, it, and it's and it's not even about that it's like I think like the on-demand like it's much more natural and I don't want it to be like scripted and even if I don't know the answer like I'm thinking in my mind I don't even remember my hijab story but like I'm gonna think of it right now and it's gonna like come out natural and even if there's like pauses and stuff like you can like seamlessly edit out and stuff exactly exactly I agree yeah, sometimes you get some gems when you ask people stuff on the spot <laughs> and i i love that like i'm that person if you want to like put me on the spot you want you want it like very interview based and like ask me like interview questions like i love answering to questions okay, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right. i will definitely if it sometimes like someone will say something and it, it'll like strike a follow-up question for yeah me, and then i'll just so i might do that Same. wait what's your email again sorry i don't know why it's oh no you're, it's it's journal hijabi at gmail.com and how do you i've been having trouble like how do you record the audio when it's like on the video okay so i i don't know what you use but i use anchor to publish my episodes yeah same yeah so i honestly just record on the anchor app like on my phone Mm -hmm. and i hold my phone like right here i love that we're like swapping advice here like i love it i hold it right here i don't like to hold it too close to my like the audio of my laptop i hold it like right here and then when i'm talking i go like this and it's not super professional but it doesn't sound bad so like yeah. I've just been doing that 
I want when I like move into my new apartment and stuff, I want to do like the whole mic setup and stuff. But right now I just do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely understand. I'm like in I'm still at my parents' house and it's like yeah. it's been a, str- a struggle trying to find like one quiet place and like noises here and there, my mom's closet and stuff. So um... I'm very lucky that my whole family is out of the house right now at a party. So. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like having a quiet Sunday at home, like that's rare. Like I was worried when we first booked Sunday. I was like, I really hope like not everyone's in the house, but oh, oh, so your whole family lives in New York. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're um, Indian. So our my my grandfather came here from India in like the sixties, and he settled in New York. So Ooh, yeah, love it. So your your parents are uh, Indian immigrants. Correct. Yeah. So my mom was actually born here, but my dad moved here when he was like 11. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, that's cool. Like I was saying, like, we just have so much similarities. Like, my parents are Palestinian immigrants, and my dad moved here in the 80s. Um, oh, got it. Yeah, okay. to like start what working. What? What part? What part of Palestine? It, it's like in northern Palestine. It's called Tulkerem. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, I am going to write out the question just give me five minutes to oh, write good, them yeah. out. and like you're on the dock so just like if you don't like something or just delete it or, or be like oh wait this is like confusing or i want to talk about this also like um oh and then the last thing is that the, at the end of every episode i ask the person um for one piece of advice that they would give to a young muslima that's i do that like it's standard for the end of every episode oh. are you okay with doing that as well yeah i'm fine i actually also do this <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much okay. the same thing the same yeah. like, now i really ha- i've been asking that question for like two years now i have to think about that question <laughs> yeah 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 okay good yeah now you have to give advice so. love it love yeah it. definitely yeah whatever you people have come up with such good things on the spot though so like i love it on the spot you'll, you'll come up with something good mm-hmm. i believe in you and also for me like for my audio i just bought like a like that mini clip-on microphone that has two so i actually clip one on me and then one um, near my laptop speaker and it's like really helped oh interesting yeah. like a little clip-on one yeah the clip-on one so I put one like near the speaker like where you're talking mm-hmm. um and then like one on me and like people have told me like my audio is that it sounds very like professional and stuff but uh, that's awesome little Ooh, hey, I will I will definitely think about that that's a good plan yeah I do and like do you record on your phone or like you record like record it on your laptop and then transfer it to anchor like how does that work so I've tried many things what's worked for me is I just record it on my phone on the voice memo app yeah so I connect um like the microphone through this cable that goes through my phone and then one microphone is for me and one microphone is like for the guests so I just like record it separately on the voice memo app got it upload it and then record it to anchor okay Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I kind of wanted to try the Anchor thing, but I feel like, so, like, when you record it there, I don't, I feel like I don't have, like, the flexibility to, like, edit it, like, the way I want. Like, I don't know. It's, like, hard. I edit it on the GarageBand app. Okay, you're, like, way ahead of me. Like, I do not, I don't edit that intensely, so, like, I think the Anchor Oh, yeah, because your, your episodes are short and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't have to, and your editing is good. Like, I was listening to your episode it's like probably more professional but i just edit on anchor it takes longer that i know like it's definitely more tedious no but like anchor what works for me now yeah on anchor editing on anchor it's just more annoying but like i just don't have the the bandwidth to like edit it on garage or something like i just 
the editing is my least favorite part. <laughs> no, same, yeah. And and honestly, like, I've been really thinking about, like, outsourcing and stuff because, like, I've been really trying to have, like, a consistent, like, I've kind of had, like, you know, gaps in the podcast because I used to be, like, a full-time student and then having, like, the nonprofit. And so there have been, like, gaps. And so now I try to, like, pre-record and, like, batch episodes and definitely, like, be more solo. So maybe that's something that I can talk about in the in the podcast. Yeah, like, I've never actually interviewed another podcaster. So I think it would be cool to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, for uh, sure. And, yeah, and I wanted to mention that, too. Yeah. Honestly, you know how, like, Instagram has, like, the collab post where, like, it's, like, this person and this person posted oh yeah like we could try that if you want if we're both publishing it yeah i would love i have no idea how to do it but i would love to do that okay yeah. cool so I-, I know how to do it so i when i was planning on like publishing this wait you said you usually post on sundays right yes yeah every other sunday okay so i usually post on wednesdays so i was just gonna edit this and post it this wednesday yeah yeah you're probably gonna post it before me i already have like a lineup of so it's it's probably gonna be like in three sundays got it yeah okay okay cool so i'll like invite you to collab and if you doesn't like match your instagram aesthetic just decline it like it's it's not a big deal oh yeah um, but i'll look at your instagram and try to like maybe make it a little bit more like yeah. your biases, but yeah and it's fine because i'll also like make my my own post and then ta- exactly. like tag it or however that is assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to a new episode of muslim podcast i'm so excited to have serene with me serene welcome to the podcast and tell us about yourself thank you for having me on here i'm so honored to be your guest today for those who don't know me my name is serene i am the daughter of palestinian immigrants i was born and raised in the heart of texas and recently graduated with a bachelor's of social work from the university of texas at arlington and currently i work as a full-time refugee case manager and in my free time I host episodes for my podcast journal hijabi amazing thank you so much for sharing serene um we are two fellow podcasters we met on instagram so i'm so happy to have you uh today we're going to be talking about your own personal journey with hijab as well as your own podcast journal hijabi by the way make sure to go check that out i'll tag it in the show notes as well as on instagram so serene you started hijab over nine years ago so tell me all about how that decision was made so i have like a crazy random story of the hijab and it's weird kind of seeing that it was like nine years ago or over nine years ago that I made that decision in high school but to really think about and talk about like the very first memory of the hijab would be even before I worn it of kind of being surrounded by my mom and the community and people overseas and cousins like already wearing the hijab and I think that's kind of like the first exposure that every Muslim woman gets about the hijab, whether that be in her community, her household, at the mosque. For me, it was, you know, I mean, I think it's like in the back of every Muslim woman's mind, kind of the day that she puts on her hijab, like when she grows up and everything. So for me, I made the decision and came to terms with it. My sophomore year of high school and it was like very random and the thing is like I I always say like my hijab story is random but to be honest I think every Muslim girl's like hijab like the moment she puts them it is going to be random because 
there's never going to be like that right time or that designated minute or day that, okay, this is the day I put on the hijab. It just kind of like snaps. And so that's what happened to me. My last week of sophomore year, I kind of just woke up. It was like on a Friday. So, you know, alhamdulillah, I was like on a Jum'ah that I decided to wear the hijab. So, and I don't even think that I told my mom that day. That's crazy. Maybe, I don't, I don't really remember. I think I told them like the night before, but I kind of wanted it just to be like a fun experience. Um, and actually like a week before I kind of experimented with it. So during lunch, I would like, I would bring like a scarf with me in high school. And so I would like go to the bathroom and then try it on and look in the mirror and just kind of have like that pre-test, pre-jitters, and I think that really helped me do it because I knew that a couple days later, like, I was gonna have it on. Yeah, like, I put it on during lunch um, and then kind of went down, and I did feel like I instantly felt like the stares and like the tension of like pre-hijab, post-hijab, and so like those feelings really prepared me for what's to come in the coming days and so yeah it was like friday morning i woke up i chose like a olive green hijab i don't know why i walked to my bus stop and that was kind of the first moment where people kind of saw me wearing the hijab was like the bus stop and the people and the driver it was such a fun day like it was such a fun friday I got off the bus, my friends saw me, and like everyone was, everyone was congratulating me. My teachers were shocked <laughs> and confused because like the day before I just, you know, walked into class without a hijab and then the next day I'm wearing like an olive green hijab on my head. They have no idea what's going on, but you know, they didn't, thank God they didn't like ask questions or make it weird. I guess they just like looked at me, but like they didn't say anything, like they just kept going on with the lecture. But yeah, that's basically my hijab story. I just put it on and um yeah and after that a lot of my friends also like gained the courage to also put it on so I kind of started like this wave of a lot of hijabis in our high school like putting it on together and like making it a fun experiment experience um so yeah that 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 was the decision and and that's my story Thank you so much for sharing. That was a beautiful story. And you're right. Like everyone's story is a little bit random. There's not going to be like that perfect day and that perfect moment. We just have to go for it. Um, and I'm so glad that you um, decided to do that. I also wanted to mention that you have an episode that's all about like how to ask a hijabi questions about her hijab and not to just like put her on the spot randomly and to ask your questions with empathy. So I'm glad that none of your teachers at your school kind of like made comments or asked questions or like made a big deal about it because that's really the way to go you should always have like empathy when like asking a hijabi you shouldn't just like put her on the spot just because she's visibly muslim so yeah thank you so much for sharing um i wanted to ask in the years that you've been wearing hijab do you have any reflections to share that's a good question reflections of like wearing the hijab i would say and i also kind of spoke with this in the most recent episode that i recorded in kind of describing the hijab journey or like reflections as an emotional roller coaster so like the hijab has like its ups and downs in the roller coaster it can go straight it can go down it can go up it can go in a circle and upside down and so 
that's kind of been my reflections for the hijab. Some days are awesome, some days I honestly forget that I'm a hijabi and that I have a hijab on my head. And then some days I feel really inspired about it and like beautiful in it. And then some days like passionate about it that I want to record an episode. So throughout all these years, I would just say it's been a roller coaster, like in a good way. Um, and yeah, nothing, nothing but like gratitude for the hijab. Mashallah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely agree with the roller coaster thing. It's never going to be like a plateau or your faith stays the same and your feelings stay the same. Everything kind of changes, um, you know, like everything goes up and down, up and down, all over the place. But it's part of the ride. I know that both me and you started podcasts in the pandemic, um, in the heart of it in 2020. Um, and I think it's so cool that I'm interviewing a fellow podcaster. So tell me the story of how you were inspired to start Journal Hijabi and how that went. Yeah, so again, like with the random things, like I'm such a random person and like I, it was at night, it was like 1am and it was like the week before they kind of like announced like there's a virus going on and like the pandemic. So it wasn't like it was started like sort of before it it wasn't started like during it or started because like oh you know i had free time and it was like the pandemic let's start a podcast which is what seems to be like everyone's story but it was like 1 a.m at night and i came across this ad a hijabi was in it and so it was like for elf makeup and it was like an insta story ad and I don't think I've ever seen like a hijabi kind of like in that way like she was like smiling happy having fun in the ad kind of playing with the makeup wearing Doc Martens and I was like this really like struck something in me and made me feel so creative that night and I just instantly wanted to create something that amplified that experience I wanted it again I wanted to see more of it and I wanted to feel that way more profoundly and so in the days coming and weeks and stuff it it turned into a podcast called journal hijabi and so yeah that's kind of how it was born and and kind of what uh, what made me start it during the pandemic and so after that you know i just wanted it to be something new fun exciting casual conversational um and kind of focused on like the society and culture aspect of the hijab and really just asking like each Muslim woman her hijab story and then also keeping in mind that not every Muslim woman's hijab story is the same and not every Muslim woman's hijab story is going to be a good one you know with some stories it can be you know such an experience for that woman it can be traumatic it could be confusing and so just kind of keeping in mind that perspective and like those stories moving forward that's kind of like how I wanted to shape the podcast so yeah definitely you know Muslim women are the people who inspired me to create this podcast and like creating that space for it and then also you know being struck by that ad um and really that's what developed my inspiration and, and started this project and, and centering it around the hijab and Muslim women. Mashallah, that's like amazing, like that the ad just kind of struck you and able to like feel inspired to be creative in your own way. I love your podcast. It's amazing, mashallah. And I'm so glad that you are still continuing to produce episodes. So in these past two years, I'm sure podcasting, you know, you've experimented with different types of episodes, different types of you know interviewing, solo episodes, you know, 
you've done all sorts of different things. I'm sure podcasting has opened new doors for you. So throughout this journey, what have you learned and what have been the ups and downs? Yeah, so kind of like in the beginning, you know, when you don't have any like technical experience or kind of working in the media field, it can kind of be like a punch in the face, you know, you just like have to figure out everything on your own and um so it's definitely like been a journey in the beginning like getting that figured out and like publishing the episode and like editing it and starting it but I wouldn't really call it like the downside I kind of see like the struggles as like lessons and so that made me more like I guess technic technically more competent with those skills And so I definitely see that as an up and a lesson. But I would say, you know, kind of like running it as like a one person like solo show because usually podcasts have like co-hosts. So it's kind of like I had to take on that responsibility, you know, of the, the creative outlet that I created and like taking that responsibility of, okay, I'm in charge. It's a solo show. It's up to me to really keep this podcast up and running and going and in kind of base it off of my passions in the beginning you know it's just up to me there's no one to tell me or to direct me or to manage it but I think over the years and months of publishing each episode I've been like better at it and I've learned more every time so at the end of each episode I'll be like okay I like the way I did this or I can change this here or I can add this and then like kind of moving forward you know it's been like two plus years and I think I'm really getting the hang of it so you know just all in all I think it's really been up for me and I learned so much and after every episode I get to network and connect with different women yeah I'm so grateful for for that experience absolutely I definitely relate to a lot of what you're saying like it's definitely learning something new every episode and networking and meeting new people um I know both of our demographics we're both looking to talk to other Muslim women with yours being more of a focus on the hijab and mine being more of a focus on like um, community impact so I think that's really cool thank you so much for sharing so my last question for you today that I ask at the end of every episode is what is one piece of advice that you have for the young Muslimas listening to this podcast yeah I would definitely say just be yourself At the end of the day, I think Muslim women, especially in America, because, you know, not there, you're not going to like see a lot of other hijabis, like depending on where you go, like it might be rare to just be yourself. And like, even in that moment, like if you get stares or you feel tension, like especially here in Texas, a lot of my friends, they kind of feel self-conscious about the hijab because it's like a southern state and like we do get people stare at us like going to texas roadhouse it just feels like out of place but just be yourself you know at the end of the day it's yours just take authority of your hijab i think the main piece of advice i would give to muslimas take authority of your hijab take control it's yours and it only belongs to you and so you choose the way to feel about it no one else does Absolutely. That was powerful advice, Serene. That was powerful. (laughs) What a beautiful way to end this episode. Thank you so much for being here. 
Thank you for tuning in and spending this time listening to this episode. If you could take one second to support this podcast by sharing it and leaving an honest review, it would mean so much to me and help us to reach many different audiences to spread our stories about the hijab. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Thanks for reaching the end of the episode. We hope you learned something new about the women who wear the hijab. You can watch the recorded video of this episode on YouTube at Journal Hijabi. And be sure to follow our Instagram at Journal Hijabi to stay updated on all things hijabi and help spread our stories. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi.